This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Well, our next guest has uh, somewhat of his own rags to riches story, and it's one that eventually ended up with many of us seeing Discovery Channel's undercover billionaire. He tributes part of his success to grit. Glenn Stearns is founder and CEO of Kind Lending. He's host of the Grit Happens podcast and author of the new book, Integrity, My Slow and Painful Journey to Success. By the way, integrity with the focus on grit in that word. Glenn, pleasure to have you with us, and welcome to Wharton Business Daily. Hey, how you doing? Nice to I'm doing very well. Great to meet you as well. Congratulations uh, on the book. And let me start out. You talk a lot about your early days uh, growing up in Baltimore. And, and, and let me start out with how you believe that that has kind of framed to a degree some of your success later on in life. Yeah, you know, it's um, I mean, we all we only know what we know. Right. And, and in my case, you know, my parents struggled with alcohol and and uh, drugs and whatnot, and you know, I had dyslexia. I failed fourth grade. Had a child in the eighth grade uh, at 14 years old. So you know, uh, the the these little kind of stumbling blocks, or it might have been more than that, a little bit. It kind of thickened my skin, you know. And and uh, when I look back, I I know a lot of people that either took the other road, you know, they're in jail and. I grew up in a neighborhood that wasn't the greatest, and or you just kind of buckle down and and go against the grain, and and that's what I did. I wanted to get out of that situation, and kind of decided I'm going to go the other way. And so, what is it about grit that has kind of framed a lot of the success and and draws your attention? Do you think? Well, I think that it makes life a lot easier, problems a lot easier, right? When when you sit there and you look at a, a business problem, it's really just a situation of problem solving. And uh, I, I've, you know, I, I, I know too many people that think the sky is falling, the end is here. They, you know, they put their head in the sand and they wait for it to go away. And in my case, take 2007 and eight, good example of when the financial meltdown happened. I mean, everywhere I looked, it was you know, we were on fire. We had a hundred million dollars of bad loans that came back. We had class action lawsuits. We lost eighty-five percent of our business. We were uh, just like on and on and on. And I just, instead of putting my head in the sand, I went out. Literally went to every single. I went to Bear Stearns, Morgan Stanley, Lehman Brothers at the time, everybody, and said, "Okay, let's figure this out. Let's lock the door and not come out until we're done." And um, you know, I, I just think you, you start to realize these are just situations and it's not going to kill you. Let's let's talk it out. Uh, you know, and you, you get there because, you know, again, when I had had what I thought was the worst thing in my life, having a child when I was 14, it becomes the best thing. So you start to see life with silver linings, you know, and you get to those relationships that, um, you know, I'll give you one real quick example uh, it was Credit Suisse called me during that meltdown, and and they said we're pulling your credit line. And I said, well, <laughs> I'm gonna, you'll, I'll be out of business. When when are you doing yeah. it? They said we've you've got about ten days. And they said we've got 93 relationships. We're out. We're done. We're just keeping a handful. We're out. 
And um, so I hung up. That was a Thursday. And Friday at 8.30 in the morning, I called them. I said, you know, you said one thing I want to talk to you about. You said you're, you're done, except you're keeping a handful. I said, I'd like to talk to you about that handful. But I want to look you in the eye. And he says, okay, Glenn, but you're in California. I'm in New York. How are you going to do that? And I said, no, I'm in your lobby. I said, I flew all night. And so you do those things because you learn, you know, I think through pain, you know, that you got to confront people and you got to be there. And so he kept us yeah. and he kept quick. And there were the only two relationships they kept that out of that whole 93 relationship. So. That's a great story. So you've talked about also this component of leading with your flaws, meaning exactly what specifically? Well, again, I, I, I've found that, you know, relationships, you need to get deep. People want to get to know you. And then when they do, I think you end up um, being able to solve more problems than when you're this superficial, perfect person that has it all together. And in my case, you know, I, again, I literally will, you know, make sure people understand, Hey, I am not anywhere near perfect. You know, I'm, I'm, the guy that everyone thought would not succeed. And, and so I would usually try to break the ice with people to see, wow, you know, he's just a normal guy. And when you, you get some level of success, I think people are not used to, you know, other people admitting their mistakes. And so I kind of lead with that. And I think it disarms people. It gets them to realize, hey, he's just like me. And you get a, a, a better relationship out of it. You get a real authentic relationship, and, and you can solve a lot more problems that way. Does some of that then play into what you're doing with kind lending right now? Well, yeah. You know, we, uh, you know, when you look at the lending industry, you're thinking of guys in suits and ties and real stiff. You know, it's a stiff world. And, you know, we this is my second go at it. You know, we were the number one lender in the country. Well, number one wholesaler, number two lender in the country. And, and, um, at the time we sold the Blackstone, uh, coming back around this time, you know, we, we decided, all right, let's, let's really focus on the culture and let's go, you know, at it in a different way. And I'll give you one example. We, you know, the, the software that every broker out there uses to, to, get to our rates, to lock their loans, to, to look at all the you know, status updates. Uh, you know, we had the number one software last go around, and, and, um, and then that changed when new ownership took over. And so this time we said, all right, let's, let's do it again. But this time right. you know, we're going to call it the quickie. You know, we're, we're fast, we're easy. You know, we have happy beginnings and happy endings. And people are like, you can't say that. Are you serious? And it's like, it's fun. It's light. And people like it because, you know, we're kind of making fun of ourselves. And, and, um, and it, I think it attracts people to say these guys are real. And so, and, you know, and they're making, you know, a little bit light of a already tough situation. So why not have some fun at it? And it's really began to work. We're the number five wholesaler in the country now and and it's only been around we've only been around three years so yeah i i noticed early on in the book you mentioned about uh uh not buying into your own bs and, and i think that a lot of people say that you know in different in different forms but when you're talking about some of the experiences you've had uh and, and then have the level of success that you've had 
you don't you don't want to buy into the good when you've had the bad because they both kind of play off of one another uh, in the course of what your life is, uh, ha- has meant. I, absolutely. You know, I mean, I wasn't going to write the book. People have been telling me, you know, Glenn, you should write a book. I go, man, you know, I've, and you start believing, like you said, your own BS and, 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 you know, you think maybe you're better. I don't, you know, I, I did that because when I, you know, I, I had had some cancer. This is about 10 years ago and it kind of flipped me out and I went, Oh crap, man, I'm going to, I better focus on my family. And so that's when I had brought Blackstone in and, and, um, we went around the world. We did a lot of fun things, but when I kind of had that time off, that's when Discovery had approached me about doing a show, and I said no. And finally, I said, "I'll tell you one show I will do. You take me anywhere in the country with no money, no contact, and I bet I can rebuild a business." And they said, "Okay, we'll yeah. do that show." And I did that for my kids, so they'd see how hard you know you work and all the what you need to do in life. And and I didn't expect all the people all over the world that would say, man, you inspired me. And so I thought, all right, well, if that works and, and it gave some people some hope, why don't I write a book that yeah. kind of goes through a lot of the pain again, you know, and so people see you're not perfect, but you do the best you can. Is the message then is that you can learn from almost anything in your life? Because seemingly, I, I, I think that's the, uh, 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 a theme that I've seen in my life. And I wonder if you see it in your life that whatever the experience is, you're going to be able to take something from it that can benefit you at some point later on in your life. hundred percent. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. You know, it's that, you know, we, we, we have, we don't have things that happen to us. They happen for us. We just don't know what it is at the time. Right. And so you've got to be able to really take a step back and, well, what what door just opened, you know, when when things went a different way, and and I think a lot of people, you know, they talk about karma. I've got good karma, bad karma, great clouds. You got the Midas touch. Why? I think it's the seeds you plant throughout your life, right? When you're a good person and you do the right thing, eventually, you know, it comes full circle, and you know, people are there for you when they when things go wrong and, and I don't mean they give you money and they help you, but they, maybe they help and give you advice or they say, Hey, you should call this person. And, but when yeah. you're just a jerk, what do they do? They just drop you. Hey, you know, yeah. I, that I, sorry about your luck. Right. And so, you know, you, you just gotta innately continue to always try to do the right thing. And eventually I think it, it helps you with, so many different little things that that uh, life isn't as hard as it could be, you know. And, and and it's also and it's also isn't it also partly a story of being able to communicate in in the right manner, so that you're able to uh, you know to deliver the message or deliver the, the you know the uh, whatever you need to to a company to a business associate to a friend wherever it might be that 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 level of communication becomes critical as you move forward as well. Also. Yep. Yep. And, 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 you know, we call ourselves kind lending, but it doesn't mean that kindness isn't weakness, right? It's sometimes you've got to be able to stand and, and tell people very hard things. And, and, you know, at the yeah. time, you know, you, you, you know, you're, you're freaking out and you're thinking, you know, they're going to hate me for this or whatever, but 
eventually when all the dust settles and they realize you did the best thing you could for them by maybe delivering news you don't want to or whatever, you know, you end up realizing that you have, you know, when you put your best foot out there, people eventually will see what it was for, you know, and it, and, and yeah. it was a, it was a good thing, even though maybe they didn't appreciate it at the time. What do you, what do you hope then the, what's the message you hope that the book delivers then? Well, it's very similar to what happened on that television show, which is I hope people will be able to go, you know what? I'm going to step out of my comfort zone. You know, I'm going to take the lessons that I learned and not become a victim but become the victor, right? I'm going to be the one to, to take this and realize that it's given me some power in the fact that I didn't crumble. I didn't stay down. I got back up. And maybe it'll inspire people just to do, you know, a little more. And that's, that's basically what I hope that comes out of it, very similar to what happened, like I said, on the show. So. While I have you, and, and since you're you know in the industry that you're in, if I can, to get your thoughts on, on where we are as an economy right now and, and the potential impact that we're seeing at the moment uh, in, in a variety of different marketplaces, and obviously the thoughts around possible recession, what's your, what's your thoughts on where we stand at the moment? Yeah, it's a very confusing time, and, and I think, you know, I don't, you know, as far as a recession, I think we're, we're we're pretty much there. I don't know that people are, you know, we always look back and they go, oh, yeah, we were in it, you know, a lot earlier than everybody was saying. But, you know, with inflation and with what's going on, it keeps sending us mixed signals. And so, you know, in the industry we're in, a lot of times recession will will help us, right? Because obviously, yeah. usually rates fall during a recession and and that'll stimulate housing, and it'll it'll help us. So, uh, you know, we keep – it's been the, the weirdest of times because of, you know, when, when you start seeing, okay, the Fed says there looks like they're probably about done. Oh, here comes inflation again. So, you know, it's just been a, the wildest ride uh, in interest rates. You know, we've fallen off two, you know, two points in the last 30 days, and we just yeah. keep – you know, you, you, you know, this is your show. You know how that goes. So it's it's been a crazy, yeah. crazy ride. Yeah, it's trust me. It hasn't it hasn't uh, meant that I've had a lack of uh, material to talk about over exactly. the course of the last few months, to say the least. Yeah, we're in a unique time. That's yeah. For sure. Hey, Glenn, hey, Glenn. Thank you very much. Good luck with the book. All the best to you, sir. All right. Good Appreciate it. Carry a good thank day. you. You you got it. Glenn Stearns, uh, whose uh, new book is out, Integrity, My Slow and Painful Journey to Success. He is the founder and CEO of Kind Lending and host of the Grit Happens podcast. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.